Hello and welcome to this edition of Community Connections. I'm your host, Chuck Curlin. Today, we are with the Upper Marion Area Community Covered. And with us from this organization is the President of the Board of Directors, Tim Dooner, along with the Vice President, Alice Hope. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having us. So Tim, I'll, I'll go to you first. Give us a little background of how things have been going. This is uh, your second go around here at Community Connections. How are things been going since uh, we last spoke on how things are working in the cupboard? Well, um, it's a different world now than the last time I was here with you, Chuck. That's for sure. Um, that was all before the pandemic and, and before we were just forced to grow uh, to keep up with the needs in the community. So um, we're doing really well. Um, Alice and others who have been along for this ride since it was just a conversation in the beginning, we all look back and say, oh my goodness, I can't believe that we are where we are, but thank goodness that we are. It, it feels like we were able to put these pieces in place just in time for when our community was really going to need it. So. Um, Things are going well, we're, we're, we're growing, there's some growing pains, but um, I think we continue to be a really uh, wonderful resource for the community. That's fantastic. And, and Alice, you came on board. Uh, was there anything that allured you to being part of the Upper Marion Community Cover? Yeah, so we started this again as a conversation. Mm -hmm. I serve on the Upper Marion Area School Board um, and I saw a need for more food resources for our students. They're, they were coming to school hungry. Some did not apply for free and reduced lunch, so they would not get a breakfast or they would not get a free lunch. Uh, we realized there was a definite need in the community. We have a really high percentage of free and reduced lunch in the district, so we knew there was a need for dinners for weekends and for summers. Yeah. So a group of us came together and decided we would give this a go. And it's been going well, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the team is fantastic. And then and the hundreds and hundreds of volunteers from the community who have come out to be a part of this effort over those years. It's just been beautiful. Um, I think there's there's um, there's something really um, important about what we're doing and there's a way that food is something that speaks to everybody and the idea of particularly children yes. in our district not having enough um, and the way that it impacts them um, their whole life long um, there we gave a, a compassionate community an outlet for that compassion that's fantastic yeah so we're it's it's going great I, yeah. I, I think the one thing that I'm curious about is the identification, um, especially in the schools. Do teachers do, uh, how are they identifying who is malnourished, I guess is a good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. Is that a fair assessment? Sure. Uh, there's students that'll ask for snacks or they'll ask for some food when they come into school. You Parents have to apply for free and reduced lunch. It's not an automatic thing. So if they do not do that for whatever reason, um, the student won't qualify for it. So we had more and more teachers asking for additional resources to provide snacks to children. So that sort of let us know that we had a growing problem um, with hunger in our school district. 
and we're at our school districts at about 40% free and reduced lunch. We also have an ever increasing homeless student population. Oh, wow. um, currently, we have about 150 students who are identified as homeless. So they are living doubled up with other families. They're living in cars, they're living in hotels, they're living out on the street. So Upper Marion is changing. Um, with all of the growth and all of the money coming into our area comes a lot of growing pains. Higher rents cause families to financially struggle with uh, purchasing things like food um, for children. And with our children, if they don't start their day with a full belly, there's no way they can be successful in school. So that's another way that the teachers are able to identify when there's an issue. We work really closely with the social workers in the Upper Marion Area School District. And Beth Triolo, who is the high school social worker, is one of our founding board members as well. So uh, she was you know, a great help in, in identifying the need in our district. Um, the community cupboard encompasses the footprint of the Upper Marion Area School District, which is obviously King of Prussia, Swedeland, um, Bridgeport, Gulf Mills, the entire, the entire footprint of the district. So when uh, you meet as a board, is there like is it like strategy meetings? Is that no mm -hmm. normally what come into play on how we're strategizing to make sure everyone's being properly taken care of? Yeah, we meet monthly, and you know, um, all along over these years, there's this sense that we haven't quite arrived yet. We know there's more needs to be met, and so you know, I'm really proud of this board because it hasn't settled. It hasn't said, okay, well, we're doing what we can, so oh, we're just going to stop here. We've, there's always been this sense that we know we're building a bigger plane while we're flying it. Um, we know that there are, there are more needs out there that we haven't yet connected with. And so there's always that invitation to us as a board to keep pushing, to keep growing, to not settle, um, to acknowledge our exhaustion, but at the same time to know that there's more work to do um, and so we're yeah we're always looking for more opportunities to better communicate the need um, to better engage the community and their generosity uh, in, in order to enable us to meet more needs to grow in our capacity of, of helping those who are food insufficient so we've we've grown 400 uh, percent over the last couple of years um, Food insufficiency was already a major problem in the suburbs before the pandemic. And then that was like throwing fuel on the fire. Mm -hmm. um, and so we've we've tried to keep up with that exponential growth. Um, but along with that comes a greater demand on the community to come alongside of us and support us. Um, and so our our board is always willing to grow. Um, uh, but that means that we also have to encourage the whole community around us uh, to grow with us. Gotcha. I, I think the, the, the thing that came to mind that I wanted to ask is obviously the food. We know, as you mentioned, especially since the pandemic, like a fast food chains or say like a Wawa, you, you see the food that they have that's stamped, time stamped. Is that stuff that could come your mm -hmm. way? Yep, we um, received donations from Chick-fil-A and uh, 202 across from Target, and we received donations from Wawa. Um, there's some food that can be donated, but often restaurant food cannot be donated, but we are always willing to accept uh, any type of donations. 
Yeah. We're really grateful for our partners. Labus uh, Bread is another wonderful donor. They donate. Um, we get one day a week all of their, their bread that they don't sell, and we're able to hand that out to our, our patrons. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good because I know when I'm in and out of a Wawa, you could see them when they're clearing it. That's the yes. first thing I thought of. I wonder if that's getting thrown away or if it's being donated somewhere. Yeah. It's good that it's being put to good use. Yep. It goes right to the freezer. Same with Chick-fil-A after it's, you know, they have the, the time where they allow it to be on the shelf. It's on the freezer and we're able to go in and uh, fill our freezer bags and hand that out. Uh, I'll tell you, Chick-fil-A seems to be doing everything right now. You know, they're, they're, every move they make seems to be a good one. <laughs> well, there's certainly one who's helping us with that food rescue, but there are there's an abundance of opportunity out there to do more of that in this community. Yes. You mentioned growth, and I, I'll pose the question to you, Alice. How has the growth been going and how has it affected the organization? Sure. Uh, so we established the organization in 2018. When we first opened, we had about eight to 10 families a week, and then we thought, Maybe we misjudged the need. Uh, last week we had 125 families, wow. which is now very typical on a weekly basis. We deliver and we also have people come to the, the cupboard to do their shopping. Uh, the growth has been exponential. The pandemic hit, people were out of work. Um, the need for food increased. Their children were home more. They weren't getting lunch at school. They weren't getting breakfast at school. So that's when we really, our growth exploded. Also last year, um, last fall we had the flood in Bridgeport, which was disastrous on so many levels. We were able to spring into action on that first day and start to collect funds, put people in hotels, get them food, get them clothing, get them whatever they needed. Uh, we had the framework down to assist the community. So when that time came, we were we were ready to roll. So we actually didn't realize all the capabilities we had until we, till we needed to. Uh, we are so super busy and you know, as prices of everything are increasing, um, that's really hitting us hard financially, unfortunately. Yeah, the demand must be unbelievable right now because of inflation and yes. how things have been going. In, in in that term, are there corporations that are willing to step up to the plate to try to help donate to take some pressure off of community cupboard? Well, we've had we've had a number of you know very generous one-time gifts throughout these years. Um, and those those are always um, such wonderful expressions of the the connected nature of the larger community that um, you know that the the corporate king of Prussia and the local boroughs can live in mutually beneficial ways and not just be these two separate worlds. Um, you know what we see the need for now moving forward is uh, is more consistent, regular, predictable financial support from the business community in this area. We, um, we need sponsors. Mm -hmm. uh, we need regular gifts and grants. Um, and uh, we need food. Um, we've, we've also seen uh, in the midst of this time where the prices of everything have gone up that it's not only hit us hard financially, but it's also caused a, a dip in food donations mm -hmm. that we're receiving because it's so much more costly for others to donate food to us. Um, so, you know, the, the business world, if there are 
entities out there uh, of compassion that want to, to host food drives, we need that too. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, how often are food drives run by UMAC? Are they run periodically or is it, are they just done on an as need basis? As needed, um, well, and which is always uh, and constant. So, you know, we try to post regular updates of, you know, most needed food items. Um, and we have donation spots throughout the community um, here at the township building, community center, Tim Briggs office. Um, every school in our district has a donation bin. Um, and then outside the doors of the cupboard itself, there's, there are bins that are regularly accessed for donations. Um, so it's, uh, it's something that we always need. Um, there are particular times where we ask for more um, and the community, when we ask, we find is really generally very, um, very generous in response, very, very um, responsive to that particular ask. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of asking, is there, a particular chain or restaurant that seems to be partnering with you that are helping you helping the organization out on a on a daily basis yep again uh wawa and chick-fil-a have helped us out we have received donations um well labus is also a very generous donor we've received donations from other restaurants especially um at the time of the pandemic when they had to close we mm -hmm. were grateful to accept any donations. Um, we are a Phil Abundance food pantry, so we do receive food from Phil Abundance. So um, we always appreciate anyone supporting Phil Abundance. Um, we also, you know, it's not just food we provide. We provide diapers, uh, baby wipes, baby formula. We provide weekly produce, fresh produce, we provide meats as well as the, the canned goods and the non-perishables. Um, we've also, you know, it, anything else that's donated to us, we find a way to find a home for it. Yeah. The, the reason why I asked, I know Bertucci's has been involved as well. They've been done a few, done a few um, I guess, drives or donations, and I didn't know how much involved you are with them. Oh, well, you know, um, Bertucci's is one local uh, business that's, mm -hmm that's wanted to do that for us and with us. Um, I don't know that we actively solicited that, but um, it more kind of bubbled up from their own sense of belonging to the community. And so if, if there are any other entities out there that, that want to do something that, that benefits the work that we're doing and helps to support that, we're, we would love to have that help and partnership. Mm -hmm. yeah. We would be happy to promote any restaurant night or any event any business would like to um, to host for us. So uh, here's a question uh, you, you're talking, you were explaining that the donations are down. Mm. Someone watching this program that said, hey, you know, I do have some things that I could donate. How would they go about doing that? Mm. Um, so we have a website. It's umacc.org, Upper Marion Area Community Covered. We also have a Facebook page under the same name that's very active. Um, we love financial donations. Currently we are trying to get some sustained sponsors, uh, which we were asking uh, for if people could give $25 a month, that would be so helpful to us. Um, all donations can be done through the website. Also, you can drop off food or 
diapers or formula or any non-perishables at any time. We do not accept clothing, though. That's the only thing. We do not have the space or capacity for clothing. Gotcha. And, and volunteers, I guess it's the same format too, right? Because I'm sure volunteers can always be needed in so many different facets. Sure. Absolutely. There are regular shifts for volunteers, and that's all that's all detailed um, on our website. Uh, if you go to umac.org and click on the volunteer tab, there's clear instructions as to how to register to spend some time with us. Mm -hmm. And we, we absolutely need that. Um, but we have an amazing pool of volunteers who have been so faithful throughout these years. Um, our, our primary need right now is not that human resource as much as it is the financial. And so if I could make a direct appeal to those of you in our community, uh, we need your help. Um, the, the, the more that um, everyone is able to share just their little bit, uh, when we put that together, it goes a long way. And our organization does a really wonderful job at directing so much of that generosity directly to those most in need. We have very little overhead. The space we're in is donated. Um, it's primarily volunteer-led, so everything that our neighbors of Compassion give to support us goes directly to alleviating hunger in the lives of their neighbors. In terms of partnerships, uh, we talked a little bit about Wawa, Chick-fil-A, but there, is there other partnerships that are involved besides food organizations? Yeah, um, absolutely. We have great partnerships with the community garden. We have a few plots there and our volunteers take care of that. Uh, we receive funds from the Upper Marion Foundation. We receive funds from the Board of Community Assistance each year. We um, partner with Upper Marion Emergency Aid. We took over their food portion. They used to do food distribution and we do that. Now we have some of their members on our board. Um, we do partner with a few companies in the area, but that's really what we're looking for. It, Upper Marion is so rich with, with business and commerce. We're really looking for more partners who are willing to give us financial support. We are a 501c3, so every donation is completely tax deductible. And we're also willing to come in and do presentations or introduce our organization to any business that would like to work with us. Uh, one thing that I was thinking of, that there must be some nice synergy with what you do on the school board and on the board here with UMAC, because there's that, that probably makes things a little bit more easier for communication purposes. Is that a fair assessment? If, if Alice was in our bridge there, I'm not sure that we would have the capacity to meet the needs of our kids that we do. You know, I'm so grateful that someone who's already so busy doing something else um, also feels just such a strong compulsion to be a part of this effort as well. So, yeah, we, um, we, we, are, we are heavily dependent on Alice to be that bridge between the... Um, between our organization and the school district. And, and because of that, we've been able to do some things that I think other food organizations and other school districts have not been able to do because we have this connection. And we do have such a good partnership with the school district. Yeah. Our food service, um, when we go on breaks or if they have excess food, they donate it to us. We're able to do food collections. We the, Probably the school district, the employees and the families are our biggest contributor. Um, we also work really closely with the KOP bid. They are very generous. They're always willing to help us make connections, help uh, do, they do fundraisers for us, they advertise for us. So we do, we rely on our partnerships. We just, we need more and we really need more support from our, our business community here. 
the Upper Marion Rotary, they seem to be involved. Yes. They're a big player as well. Yeah, they're very generous. They're very generous, and we're thankful for their for their interest in in our organization. That's fantastic. Yeah, it, it's good when you have stuff here because it, it's within the confines of Upper Marion Township. So when everybody comes in to play, it it sort of makes it a win-win situation. That's normally the case, correct? Oh, you know, absolutely. And, you know, we, from the day we got started, you know, our goal has always been not only to have food available to those who need it, but to also more deeply connect our community by using generosity and compassion as that tool. You know, to have that be um, something that defines and unites us as a community. Uh, and, and, and not just within Upper Marion, but, but also across the bridge and to Bridgeport and West Conchahokan and Gulf Mills. You know, to have, to have compassion be one of the characteristics of our community has always been our secondary goal mm -hmm. because we know that that helps us to accomplish our primary goal. If, if our civil service organizations, if our educational organizations, if our corporate organizations, if our uh, religious institutions, um, if every single one of our neighborhoods were able to, to hear the story of hunger in our community and respond with compassion rather than something else that would tend to shut that down, there is enough here. We have insisted that from the beginning when it was just a couple of us talking about a handful of students. There is enough resource and there is enough generosity in our community that we can care for every single one of our people who are most vulnerable. We just have to tell our story, mm -hmm. we have to ask, we have to inspire people to join us in that effort. And that's, that's the key. Mm -hmm. And when you have that, and, and I'm just thinking of the organizations that have been benefiting, like you mentioned Chick-fil-A and Wawa, I'm more curious if other food entities now, seeing how positive it's been that they want to jump on board. You know, I know finance is the big key because money's a lot easier to make things go. But if let's just say a Burger King or McDonald's say, hey, we have stuff, you're not going to turn them away. We, it's a both and, you know, we need everybody's help. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some of the most uh, some of the most beautiful memories that we have are of, you know, a child mm -hmm. having a lemonade stand or selling ornaments and dropping off a couple of dollars, you know, and uh, an organization giving tens of thousands of dollars. We need that. We need mm -hmm. food from folks like Wawa and LaBus and Chick-fil-A, but we also need those corporate dollars mm -hmm. because we have existing connections with Phil Abundance, retailers, distributors. We, we, we know how to get food um, cost effectively uh, as much as that's possible in today's day and age. Mm -hmm. We just so, need to be able to pay for it. We just need to be able to pay for it. And um, we're spending about $25,000 a month. Wow. And very low overhead. So, And we, uh, we also want uh, people to know how to come if you need food. There's no questions asked. If you're a resident of uh, the school district, Upper Marion Area School District, you can come in and we will help you. Um, you just need to tell us your name and address, but there's no, there's no one is digging into your situation. If you need food, please come. That's, we want to help. 
And, and I, I, the other thing, I know you asked for volunteers too. Is there any type of qualifications needed for, to become a volunteer? Um, we just, we don't take student volunteers. We would never want any of our, our guests, our student guests to be um, embarrassed or feel, you know, feel compromised. So we take adult volunteers and all of that information is available on our website, umacc.org. And, you know, I'm just curious, I don't think I've asked, where is this uh, organization located? So the, the cupboard is nested in um, the Valley Forge Presbyterian Church. It's, a, it's at Town Center and Prince Frederick Road um, in Upper Marion Township. Um, the, uh, the entrance is a set of big red doors down the ramp at the edge of the parking lot. And it's, it's a place where anyone can come and be welcomed uh, with non-judgment, uh, with empathy, and with great concern. Well, Tim and Alice, yeah. I, I want to tell you, it's been great having you here. You should be commended for the work that you're doing. Fantastic, especially here in the community. Mm. It's all part of U UMAC. It's the Upper Marion Area Community Covered. Our guests today have been the president of the board of directors, Tim Dooner, as well as the vice president, Alice Hope. Once again, we'd like to thank you for being here. For all of us here at UMGA Television, I'm Chuck Curlin. Thank you for watching.